Today on the show, we're talking about a new beginning. Welcome to Simple Money Solutions Podcast, your path to financial independence through deliberate lifestyle choices. My name's Courtney, I'm your host, and today I'm joined with my co-host Trevor, and we're talking about a new beginning. Yeah, so a new beginning. I mean, this episode is really going to be me convincing the listeners that that somehow randomly September is time for a new beginning. Most people think of New Year's, that the turning of the calendar is a new beginning. But I'm saying September is every bit uh, more optimum time for a new beginning, maybe even more so than New Year's. So I'm saying this is when you should turn the page in life and, and maybe either start something new or build on top of something you've already started and take it to another level. So we're going to kind of get into why September is not that far of a stretch from representing a new beginning for a lot of individuals. Um, So we're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about areas of life where a new beginning could be beneficial, as well as how to leverage that feeling um, that September may bring as an area as a time to to really have a new beginning yeah and, and i i think our, our lives tend to be this never-ending cycle i mean if you let it be it will this never-ending uh continuous revolving like it, actually there's no cycle it's just this continuous never-ending thing and i i think you need a reset in your life that shows up at least once a year and I think we can all remember back to to the time when we were in school. I mean, whether that was elementary, high school, or a post-secondary institution, we, we all can generally, we've either been there or we have, we know someone, whether it's a child or a friend or a relative who is, is going through that. And I remember when I... When I finished post-secondary education and the first September I didn't go back to school, I felt like th- this emptiness. I felt I should be doing something in September, like so- something's missing. And it took me, I'm going to say five years to get over that. And it, it turns out it was a bad thing. I, I shouldn't have got over it. I should have went with that feeling saying something's missing here and, and upgraded my skills on a regular basis. And I, I did go through this void. And then what happens is when you do try to, get back into what we're going to try to convince the listeners of into this reset in September, it it becomes a a challenge. I mean, but if you never let that go, if from the minute you stop formal education, if you make September a new beginning for the rest of your life, it it, it won't be hard to get motivated. I love that. I love that because I mean, I've been out of school for a few years now myself and I am still uh, years later fighting that that kind of that thing inside of me and we all we everyone listening to this you all know what I'm talking about that thing inside of you that you feel deep in your heart every September so like you're saying Trevor why why fight why why swim uphill against this feeling that you sometimes naturally just feel um, during this specific month and I don't know there's people where there's people where education just just doesn't agree with them so the September was something you dreaded and if if education is being imposed on you or skill upgrade meaning you know you're basically as a kid you're forced to go to school and if you if if edu- traditional education isn't your thing then you might have dreaded September but if if you now are in control you can pick the type of skill upgrade you're going to get and it, you would obviously if if it's in your control you're going to pick something that you're passionate about and it won't be this imposition. It'll be this thing that you you can't wait for it to start. In fact, I remember when I did make the commitment to go back and, and upgrade skills in September, I remember I started getting the itch in early August. And I was kind of frustrated because everywhere I phoned, it, that they were all on vacation. Like the, the, the colleges and universities that were calling, they were on vacation. They, they weren't even taking enrollment until like late August. So I was, when I finally did, convince myself that that stop fighting it and just go with it. Uh, I was so excited to, to get back into it that, that that was the obstacle in front of me. So we are going to kind of jump into why September specifically represents a time for a new beginning, but just to kind of get ourselves into that space. I mean, Trevor and I, when we were th- kind of uh, thinking about what episode we wanted to start September with, 
we we kind of we kind of grasped onto what makes September even even feel like that new beginning and everything from the new shiny pencils and pencil case and and school clothes that maybe you remember experiencing or 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 kind of acquiring into your life at that point in time and it, it kind of Trevor I don't know if, if you agree with this but we kind of boiled it down to the fact that like you said, nowhere in our life anymore, as it feels like, do we have this complete, utter, a clean sleep, fresh break? And I mean, we do again have that in when we kind of transfer jobs and get a new job, but that kind of doesn't happen as frequently as the start of a brand new semester. I mean, even in the post-secondary level, every four months, we get to put a kind of a jump aboard a brand new slate. Of, of classes and where nothing kind of in the past four months, quote unquote, matters. And that, I think that is powerful and, and something that we lose touch with very quickly when we when we exit that part of our life. And I am kind of envious of teachers in that they get this opportunity to, to have a fresh start, you know, a fresh set of students. Whereas the business I'm in, it, it, so I'm in, in finance and accounting, and it, there there is a, a kind of a fresh start in that you start a new fiscal year on January 1st, but you, you, it it tends to be this ongoing, never ending, uh, continuous business. But I, you know, so I'm seeing September. So if you think of all the possible resets in your life in a given year, the obvious one is new year's, right? A lot of people use that one. And I think that's a bad one because December is a busy time of year for a lot of people because of holidays and, and visiting family. And it's also, I'm going to say it's the weather's not the greatest. So just say fitness was the thing you were going to start up. Well, getting out in, in the cold weather when the days are really short, it's hard to get motivated. I, I, I think New Year's is one of the worst times to start something new and stay motivated with, with d- daylight being in such short supply. The other one would be your birthday. That, that's a, an obvious one for a lot of people. You know, I'm one year older. Maybe I should start pursuing my goals before time runs out. So that, that's an obvious one, but birthdays, they can be tough because uh, some people don't get excited about the birthdays. For some people, I, I do get excited about mine, but for some people, being one year older brings sort of a, a dark cloud over their heads. I, I know a lot of people like that. So I'm picking September and I'm picking September for a, a few reasons we're going to get into in the show. And and before we jump into those reasons, I just, uh, one kind of final obvious note that September really rings loud and clear for myself and for a lot of other people is that so your birthday is very individual to you you're kind of the only person who is as deeply connected to that day or that moment as maybe yourself that's a good point actually I never thought of that so so that's one against birthdays and then we look at new years and so when I think about the holidays I'm thinking about consuming all the food relaxing like literally just just kind of letting everything go and, and turning to vegetation mode as you have a few days off around the uh, the holiday season with your family. But when we September, I mean, the marketing world alone is is gearing up for this back to routine, back to school, back to it's that the whole mindset. You're just in that motivated, let's go. Regardless of who you are, you are affected by that fresh, clean, crisp new beginning that you know is apparent for a lot of individuals, but then you can also get wrapped in that as well and use it as a motivation regardless if you don't know anyone going back to school. You're going to feel that. That's what marketing is. It's a feeling. No, you make a lot of good points there. I never thought about the one about the birthday where it's just you and only you. So it may be hard to drum up the excitement. So that that's a very good point. So let's let's jump now into kind of we uh, four main reasons why September does represent a new beginning. I mean there's there's a lot of obvious ones we talked about um we kind of back to school, but we're gonna we're gonna kind of dive into a few more kind of core ideas. So the first one is there's the sense that you're moving from relaxation mode to productive mode. And so in any business, a lot of times businesses ramp down for the summer months. They they a lot of people take vacations. A lot of factories have actual shutdowns during the summer months to to deal with um, everybody wanting to be on vacation at the same time. So there's a lot, and you got summer students who kind of take over a lot of businesses. They, they they fill in the gaps for vacation, but with summer students, I mean, you can't be 
uh, delivering your best service or, 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 or hardcore business with, with somebody who's got minimal training. So it tends to be a business tends to be in a very relaxed mode. Now there is some businesses where it ramps up. I'm not saying that that doesn't happen either, but for a lot of businesses, it, it's sort of a downtime. It's not when they're actually launching new products. Like if you think of, here's an Apple reference, whenever I can get it in, <laughs> they launched the new iPhone in September. I mean, this is when people are, you know, they're, their productivity is is they're, they're going from relaxing mode relaxation mode to productivity mode it, that that's not a coincidence so a, a lot of pr- new products launch in the autumn it, it's 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 an observation it's not something you can sort of put your finger on but i, I think there's an overall feeling and i if if listeners disagree with this i'd be interested to see what perspective they have and and from the actual sense, it's it's not always perceived as well, Trevor. I mean, I work I, I work in marketing for a, a retail store, and it, definitely the the obvious thing is you do notice a a slight not a, not a lot but a slight decline in um, customer visits, and and again, it makes sense. Everyone is out on vacation, and from a, so if you do work in kind of an area where that change is extra noticeable, if you do work in marketing or 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 an environment again where that change is noticeable, you will probably be a little bit more in tune with the that that kind of the energy where it goes from relaxation to back to productive mode to to back to that kind of routine of, of business as usual. So now assume you work in the hospitality industry. So the, the, clearly that's your busy time, right? When everyone's on vacation, you're, you're busy. And a lot of those are actually seasonal jobs. So when the vacation season is over, those jobs go away. So even if you're in the seasonal um, line of, in, in that industry, when September rolls around, even a bigger reason for you to maybe upgrade your skills or go back to school. Oh, definitely. So, uh, so again, this list represents times why why we all kind of signify September as a new beginning. So, number two on that list is end of vacation season and restart of routine. So, I'm somebody who goes to the gym on a regular basis, and and I go twelve months a year, and I can tell you in September. The parking lot is a full. <laughs> that that place is packed, and and it's no not a coincidence. It could be people you know they're on vacation, they kind of break the routine, they're not getting to the gym on a regular basis. But I think it's everybody uh, wanting to just get a fresh start. And I mean, there's also the the factor that people may enjoy exercising outside and and really taking advantage of the warm weather. But uh, as we know, September is the beginning of fall. It, it does eventually turn a little bit chillier, and so that could also be um, why again people are more heading towards the gym to get their exercise in. So that's number two, number three, the third reason why September not only represents a new beginning, but could be your new beginning, is the change of season. Yeah, so this one, if you think, so go back to New Year's. A lot of people think that's a, a a time for a new beginning, and for some people it is, but you're going from winter to winter. So the the only thing that's is, is changed is kind of a fictitious calendar, right? A piece of paper, that's what's changed. But going from summer to fall, the there's a chill in the air. Like the, there's been a physical change, to your environment and and that may be you know you feeling it's time to do something different so the the actual air feels different so again i'm trying to convince you that september is time for a new beginning this is the your senses of the smells in the air everything has changed so this might motivate you to to say okay the seasons have changed maybe i should change and I, I want to go back to the weather thing because we can we can sit here and shake our head and be like, okay, Trevor, just because it's cold out doesn't mean I'm going to not get my exercise in. But if I've never been to the gym before and I look outside and it is a blizzard and negative 30, yeah, tough luck that I'm getting to the gym to work out for the first time in never. But I mean, if it's, if it's a nice kind of crisp fall day and getting outside and heading to the gym, I mean, that looks really, really appealing. So we can't underestimate kind of the importance of even just the small, tiny nuances 
that subconsciously affect us. It's just about the weather and the time of year. I mean, this, there, there, there's so many little aspects that affect our mental state and, and how we feel about certain things. Yeah, no, I agree. And, and the, when we, I, I keep using like the gym or fitness, I mean, this is a personal finance podcast, but I, I, I'm saying this could apply to all aspects of your life, but it, it's hard to get motivated when those, those days are really short in January. I mean, you're, you're lucky to just get up and, and function as a human. Some people, right. They, they, there's actually, what's that called? There's a, there's it's sad <laughs> seasonal. Yeah. Yeah. Disorder. So there's actually a, a, think, a, yeah. a diagnosed problem. Like, I mean, medical problem. So that, what that, that'd be to me is, is a really bad time to start something that might be hard. So that, that's another good reason. Oh, definitely. And again, sorry, that's seasonal affective depression. So that's what that is. Um, and I mean, we are a personal finance podcast. So to kind of bring th- that aspect into why September re- represents a new beginning from that aspect is that in the summer, we sometimes associate vacation with potentially letting ourselves enjoy ourselves in, in those warm months, maybe vacation means or signifies for you is the spending of money or being a little more frivolous or you know like that's generally when you take your family on vacation aside from maybe um, March break vacations or or winter vacations but so uh, September kind of may it it kind of ties into all of these at the end of vacation season our routine starts we get a little bit more diligent with heading heading back into our business as usual uh, budgeting that we have been following all year round and finally the big kind of the big hitter and why september definitely represents a new beginning for a lot of people is the beginning of school yeah, so if you have kids that are going back to school th- this could motivate you to do the same right it, it, when you so most kids they, they get super excited to go back to school it's new teacher, new classmates, new grade, new things to learn. I mean, the misery comes not, not too not too long after that for a lot of kids, but <laughs> the first part is really beginning. So if you can jump on that train and get excited with them, you might get enrolled in a program. And I, I, I don't know, I just think September is a great time of year to start something new. It, it, it's the, everything seems to be full of energy. And let's not forget as well that if you are a parent with children leaving for post-secondary, with those children not in your life, not only you will have like a physical, I'm sure you can attest to this, Trevor, you'll have a physical void in your life where your energy is is, is maybe being devoted to worrying or, or wondering how your children are doing um, if, if they're away at post-secondary, but you actually have physically more time. Um, and that could probably be maybe constructively filled with um, continue, continued education yourself or some kind of other productive activity. True, yeah. When, when you become an empty nester and you're, 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 say your last child heads off to post-secondary education, if you don't fill that void with something productive, you will fill it with Netflix or something unproductive. So th- that's a good point. <laughs> So I, I think, and and I think it's important again as we we so the four kind of items within this list that September whether it impacts you directly for going back to school it, it, it's still that feeling is still very evident in our society. So we kind of so we're gonna move on now to talking about areas of life, uh, areas of your life where a new beginning could be beneficial or or really help you in, in, in areas where we see that the new beginning is, is useful. So those, so I'll list off the three and then we'll kind of go back through them and, and kind of examine how a new beginning may take place. So number one is relationships. Number two is health. And number three is finance. And so this being a personal finance podcast, I just wanted to highlight that, that you could have a new beginning and in, in try to improve all aspects of your life. We're going to focus on the, the finance side for sure, but be open to a new beginning in, in every aspect of your life. And those are obviously the big three. I mean, if, if you look in the uh, self-help section of any, any bookstore, th- these are the things that people are interested in, their relationships, their health, and their, their money. So I, I would focus on all of them, but we're going to obviously be focused on money. And I mean, when we do look at all three, when we are considering kind of ways in which we can improve or build upon the areas of our life, um, money obviously will tie into every piece, the relationships and um, both the health and physical and mental, as, just because money does find a way to intertwine. Well, I, I, feel, I consider these three intertwined in, in lots of ways. I mean, uh, 
poor health habits can cost you money and, and money can help you. You could spend money to avoid, you know, to sort of counter bad health and money can lead to relationship problems and they're all intertwined. I don't know that you can really look at one and it not impact the other two. Trevor, before we, so we are going to jump into how to leverage that new beginning, that feeling that you are, I'm sure not alone in feeling, but Trevor has September for you, I mean, you've, you've had kids who've gone through the school system right up to post-secondary has, have have you ever reflected upon this concept yourself about how powerful September is? I, I mean, we did our new year's episode. I know that you're not one to really jump two feet into new year's resolution. So how was this September, um, new beginning? Has it impacted you in the past? Have you come to that realization before? Yeah, before I get into year? that, you know, we use the word post-secondary all the time on this podcast. And I actually was talking to a colleague at work and I used the word post-secondary and they just have grade school children. And I kind of got a strange look and they weren't really sure what I meant by the term post-secondary. And I don't want to suggest our, our, our listenership doesn't, but post-secondary means, so a secondary school is basically high school. And so post-secondary means you've finished that. So I, I, I thought I've been meaning to clarify that point, um, before. So I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, no, that's, yeah. Again, we use the word post-secondary to kind of, yeah, all the time, every, but we use it just so we are not saying, because post-secondary represents colleges and universities. So both are incredibly valuable. So we we never just want to ever say just college or just university as to not exclude one or one. And I don't want to just say school because that could mean anything, right? So it's, yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, it's a, it's a clarification. um, I, I'm, so to back to your question, <laughs> I'm a CPA, <laughs> Chartered Professional Accountant, and I'm part of an association. So anybody who's part of an association, quite often you are mandated to get so many points or hours of, of, of continuing education every year. So I'm actually compelled to do it by an external force <laughs> beyond myself. I, I got I like to think I'd do it anyway, but I go back to school every September and study something. So that and I've been doing that for um well, as long as I've been a a, a chartered professional accountant. So it's it's been well, feels like forever. <laughs> so so I've been doing this and I hope when I retire, well I not I hope, I know when I retire, I'm gonna continue to do things more from a, a personal interest standpoint, but but so I I do, I have been practicing that for a long time, and I choose September strategically because I feel September is a new beginning. It's really it's really fascinating that an opportunity that is kind of forced upon you is also kind of a blessing in disguise, and that it really and and are the courses are the things that you kind of learn. Um, in these programs, are they directly related to your program or your just to being a CPA? Yeah, the, the the association gives you a pretty stringent guidelines of what what kind of education you need to get. So it can't be basket weaving. <laughs> it can't be like Spanish, <laughs> unless I could tie it back to what I do for a living. But it can't be like a new language or you know an an artsy program that that it has to have some some sort of tie into finance. And I'm sure, I, I just, I find that such an incredibly fascinating concept because we do spend a lot of our uh, formative years immersed in school and then we can't wait to kind of leave the learning behind because we're a little bit exhausted from learning. But it kind of keeps you, I always say this all the time that I, even being a, even a few years removed from a university, I can't, in college, I just can't imagine I know it sounds kind of crazy, but going back to school, I mean, lots of people do. And I really, really admire those people who uh, take on a second uh, career and maybe have to go back to school years later because it's 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 really challenging. So you, Trevor, just being in that space where you're constantly learning, that, that keeps you kind of more in that sponge absorption mentality and, 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 and just so much a little probably more sharper. So there is benefit, I guess, to, to constantly learning in that well, What that I capacity. noticed was, so after, when I finished the CPA program, you, you, I think there was like a five-year window where you didn't have to gain any educational hours. And then after the five-year window, you had to 
do it every year. And I remember after that, it might have been a three-year window, whatever that break was, the first time I went back to school, uh, being evaluated on something I'd studied, you know, you'd go and submit an assignment or, or do an exam and somebody evaluates it. It was a real unnerving um, experience that not having done it for five years and then all of a sudden you're back into it. And it, it, so I think it's good to keep that sort of that sharpness that you're describing that, that wanting to be evaluated. Like you've, it's one thing to read a book and it's something else to read a book and be able to retain it. And the only way you know if you retained it is being tested on it. And it's surprisingly how my reading skills, they, I read at the same speed, but my reading retention had fallen off and it was, it was alarming. So if nothing else, now when I read a fiction story, I read it, I think with a different level of intensity. And I actually, I remember the story. I remember the characters at a whole other level because my, I'm, I have to read with a different comprehension because of the continuing education I've done. So if you stop, so if this new beginning isn't a constant thing for you and you take a break from it, you kind of lose a muscle. A muscle doesn't get exercised and you have to, it's hard to get back into it. So continuing with this new beginning and and having one that exists in your life, and I'm telling you to pick September because I think it's, it's traditional and it's for all the reasons we just talked about, I think it really, it's something you should never lose. It's a muscle that you should never lose in your life. And, and then kind of switching that to a personal finance aspect for you, kind of having kids this whole time in, in school and things like that, and also kind of experiencing more maybe the vacation mindset has, do you, have you noticed throughout the years, anything change with your personal finance habits? Have you, have you always kind of stuck stringently to your schedule, uh, to your budget with, with a lot of self-discipline or do things kind of vary up for, for you and your wife when, when, the, when the supper rolled around? No, no, we, we've, we've been pretty, uh, I, I don't think a new beginning or education or anything has, has altered that we've been, we've had a plan for quite, quite some time and we've been sticking to it. So, so, so you notice that kind of other aspects of your life are affected more than personal finance, but that I'm just, I'm just kind of wondering from a personal finance aspect, if you've any, there's just, I mean, we are going to talk, we are going to jump into kind of how to leverage that new beginning, um, specifically around personal finance as well. But I, I guess I just wonder if, if you've noticed, if there's anything kind of been startling about how the, the September, September has kind of resonated as well, a it's for just an opportunity to acquire new skills. But I, I would think if you, if you're enhancing like the three things we talked about relationships, health or health or finance, they're all intertwined. So if you are upgrading your skills in any one of those areas or or starting a new beginning in any one of the areas where you're going to make an improvement, I, I think it's going to have a financial impact of some kind. I, yes, that I cannot agree more with that. So I actually, before we do jump into how, how to leverage a new beginning, I just want to talk about kind of that, that word new beginning and Trevor, what makes that so powerful in your mind? I know we did talk about that fact that we got that kind of clean break where nothing else kind of mattered before um, in more of the educational sense, like new subject matters, uh, new grades, new courses, all of that. But how can you really internalize the new beginning part of that? How can you kind of convince yourself that starting in September, starting starting whatever week in September, maybe you're going to kind of dedicate that to being your new beginning. How do you really, really convince yourself that, you know what, like this is a well, fresh I think start. Life seems to be this continuous treadmill or it can be if you let it. And I think you, what happens is people want to get comfortable and comfort is your enemy. And so if you know you're learning something, if it makes you uncomfortable, it, it and so you should Ooh, like want that. to gravitate toward discomfort on some sort of regular interval. So I'm saying every September, if you get through the summer, and you should you should be wanting that discomfort. And I'm not talking discomfort pain. I'm talking discomfort where it's it's annoying. It's a, it's this thing that's that that you you have to push through. 
and so if you if you're in this really super comfortable life and you're on this continuous treadmill and and you're you feel like you're on autopilot starting something new is so invigorating it is so uplifting and but it on the surface it will look like discomfort it, it might even look like annoyance but you will be so re-energized because of it and when you when you say it's a I don't know, a, a, a three-month program. At the end of the three months, you will feel such a sense of accomplishment, no matter what it is. Just say it was an, an art program, like learning how to draw, learning how to paint. You will be uncomfortable learning those skills. And when you're done, you will, you'll, even if, just say your drawing or your artistic flair moved like a millimeter. <laughs> I don't know how you measure it, but just say it barely moved. <laughs> just the exposure, you'll feel like the, the energy you will get from it, it's like when you, okay, I always go back to the going to the gym or fitness. It's, you would think going to the gym would tire you out, but it actually gives you energy. And learning is the exact same thing. It actually gives you life energy to do more. Yeah, it, it convinces yourself by achieving whatever you set out to learn it kind of just proves to yourself that you were capable of that thing that you didn't think you were capable of. It really, really pushes you to to know, to learn, and, and it know doesn't have to be some sort yourself. of formal thing. It doesn't have to be this formal program you enroll in. It, it, it could be as simple as reading a self help book, listening to a podcast, or or any sort of medium that you don't normally consume. So I, I do want to jump now into how to leverage that new beginning. So how to leverage that feeling, that that desire to, to take on something new. And maybe for you, that new beginning is just knowing that this is the season I'm going to take on something that makes me uncomfortable, something that intimidates me. I'm going to, I'm going to take something on that challenges me. So maybe you're just, if, if that fresh new kind of shiny beginning doesn't entice you, maybe just, just knowing to yourself or convincing yourself that this this season this september this month is that time that you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna take on something that and you know isn't just, always I, i'm trying to convince everyone september is the, the time for new beginning but if you can do this on in new year's and if you can do this on your birthday and in september all the better i mean if you don't need any convincing the new beginning i've just enlightened you to a new one then, then now you got three new beginnings every year you're gonna just be hitting home runs no, and I, I think that's an incredible point because anyone who is a motivated, dedicated self-starter like I am, I need to learn from you because it, it's sometimes hard to, to, to again, and move ourselves into that place of uncomfortability. So if someone's going to kind of master that, like I am, I am all the power to you. So we have six areas about how to leverage a new beginning. What to, so if, if you, so if you're convinced, if you're like, yes, Trevor, yes, Courtney, I am ready for a new beginning and, and, and you're like, well, well, how can, what can I do? How can I, how can I kind of in, it start this new beginning? What can I take on to, to leverage this new beginning? We have six kind of strategies, six go-to things you can maybe do tomorrow to, to leverage that feeling you may be feeling about the, the September. So the first one is enroll so continuing and continuing education. education. I mentioned this as, a, as an item. So any college in Ontario, that's where I live, you, if you go to their website, they have programs, so which would be for full-time college students, but they have another section called continuing education. And this would be like part-time studies. It, it doesn't lead to a diploma or certificate necessarily, but it, it's just education. It's knowledge. Quite often, you, there, there's a final exam to test your knowledge, but it, it, it's something you would go to once a week. Some, sometimes I've seen them, you know, you go twice a week and it's, it's a couple hours in the evening. I've also seen daytime ones, but, and sometimes you can do it remotely. Sometimes it's online. It's just, it's, it's not, when I say go to a college, some people might think, well, I don't want to enroll in a, in a full-time program. That's a huge time commitment. If you've never looked into this, it's continuing education is what it's called. It's in Ontario. It's on every single uh, college website. They have a section for that. And I'm going to say this one is, I'm going to call this the laziest approach. I, I, I'm not saying that in a negative way. If you're, the, if you're unmotivated or unconvinced this is a new beginning, you're not even sure you want to do this, this one 
you pay your money and it's, I'm going to say it's around a hundred bucks, maybe $200 for a, a six to eight week program. You, you kind of give them your money. Then you feel somewhat compelled to go because you've parted with some money and you get assignments. And it, so there's somebody there pushing you along, keeping you, keeping you motivated and, and sort of holding you accountable. So when I say lazy, it's, it's, it's for the person who's not completely convinced they need a new beginning or this is a time for a new beginning. It, it requires very little self-motivation. Once you get enrolled, then it kind of, it's just being fed to you, the, 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 the material. So this is a good one for if you haven't had a new beginning in a while. And it's definitely I always say any education is is good education. This is this is an incredible opportunity. It's like a win win. You you can't lose with this one. Number two. So the second way you can leverage a new beginning is remember the frugalness of the student lifestyle. So this point, this one, I I I honestly this is my favorite point on this list, and one that always it still resonates with me so deeply, and and. I, I'm I'm a few years removed from post secondary myself, but I I still vividly remember the the kind of frugalness mindset you have to be in to be a successful student. I mean, I never worked uh, a part time job while I was in university. I worked uh, solely for the four months in the summer, and then that money um, really had to be budgeted for the full twelve months. So I used it right up from the end of the school year in April right to I guess the end of August. So it was this twelve month fun that lasted me and. I mean, if that's not a frugalness mindset, I don't know what is. And so, when you go to school, you're obviously you're going for some hard education. But part of the education was learning how to navigate the world of personal finance. And as a student, you're being, like you said, you're being tested at a very high level. Meaning, you're you're basically we call it the student life. You're being asked to get by on very little, and that seems to be. A culture of, of stu- student lifestyle, and j- if you are struggling with your personal finances now as an adult, and you're not too far removed from post-secondary education and the student lifestyle, you might draw on that education of living like a student, like Courtney said, and, and deploy some of those strategies in your adult life. So a new beginning might be, you know, f- remembering what you did for entertainment when you were a student and had no money. And readopting that, you know, even if it's just for a period of time, but just reimmersing yourself in some aspect of that student lifestyle and seeing, you know, almost play it like a game and see how long you could do it. Yeah. And I, I know that when you're in that space that the, when you graduate, you're like, I want to get far, far, far away from the poverty stricken student lifestyle. But it, again, it, you don't have to live exactly like a student, but some like Trevor said, embracing yeah. Uh, some, yeah, some aspects, the, the really valuable aspects that kind of were, move the needle for you to get through that that season of your life. The, the, and you the can see how this contrast so dramatically from the first one about, you know, a formal education program. This one's going to take a, a little more self-motivation to pull off. Definitely. And, and like Trevor said, it's definitely a great place to challenge yourself. And maybe September is that new beginning where you challenge yourself to, to adopt some, uh, some alternative strategies. So that's number two. Number three is read a self-help book or listen to a self-help audiobook. So I mentioned the, this one in that if you're going to start something like a new beginning and, and, and try to improve your life, a book tends to be a proven formula. It tends to be particularly a book that has a really good reviews, I would suggest. But it, it it tends to be, like, say you wanted to, I know, so Dave Ramsey is a guy, whether you believe it or not, he's got a series of books out. And one is called The Total Money Makeover. And it's broken into uh, steps to get you from out of debt into a place of financial wealth. And he has, this. these steps have been proven to work for millions of people. So, why not, why, you know, invent your own system? Why not follow something in a book? And there's there's tons of personal finance book, books out there. And I mentioned audiobooks. If you're listening to this podcast, you you clearly enjoy the audio format. You you It seems it would resonate with you if you're a regular listener to any podcast. 
and so a lot of these there's an audiobook available so to to say i don't have time to read you you probably have time to listen on your commute or just out walking the dog i i think a, a book is a great way for a new beginning again the book is just the information you actually have to have the discipline to deploy that knowledge and and put it into place but it's it's a proven it tends they tend to the books that have good reviews i keep going back to that they tend to have a proven formula that works well while we're talking about this point as well I think if, if we're, regardless of what um, area of life we are diving into for um, really leveraging our new beginning, whether it's relationships, relationships, health, or finance, I think it's important to remember too that the people in, in your life, well, so I'm thinking kind of your your children maybe, um, or your friends, if depending whatever age you are, so your colleagues, even just people around you, because it's such a widespread new beginning time. Again, the energy, the feeling in the air, just everyone I think is feeling it at a subconscious level. It's just this, this thing that whether it's the marketing getting to your to your head or or your children actually beginning um, a, a new beginning themselves at school. I think we're all kind of shifted to this very positive mind space where we might be more receptive to to embracing the the new beginning strategies that you're embracing yourself. So if you are reading a book on pretend it's minimalism, I mean maybe maybe your children are in that space of of a minimalist or in a space where they're willing to kind of take on a new beginning themselves and maybe be more receptive to the minimalist um, strategies or mindset that you're willing to share with them. Uh, yeah, I would agree with that. And I, I think it's no coincidence that the if you look at in a bookstore, there is a plethora of self-help books that come out in the fall. You know, that's not a coincidence. They, they're, they're out there for a reason. They believe this is a time for a new beginning as well. Very true. The next, so this is the fourth of six ways we can leverage a new beginning is subscribe to a YouTube channel. So YouTube can be a great place and it can be a terrible <laughs> a place. <dark> hole. <laughs> the, I, I'm hard pressed to find the person who hasn't gone the, down the rabbit hole of YouTube videos that lead to someplace bad. I mean, you could start out, you know, figuring how to replace a faucet on YouTube. You know, that's where you start. <laughs> And before you're done, you're watching Lions Eat Gazelles for some strange reason. And there is a link between, you know, pl- fixing your plumbing and Lions Eating Gazelles. There was probably 65 videos in between that got you there. <laughs> but it, it happens to the best of us. And so what I do to help me through my YouTube problems is I subscribe to channels that uh, are of value you know, the ones that are, I'm going to say, of the self-help nature. And when I open my YouTube app or go on my computer and YouTube or my Apple TV, I go quickly, like I, I scroll to subscriptions. So I don't see the the general feed. And I, I'm not tempted by any random <laughs> videos that look entertaining, not necessarily helpful. And you subscribe to them like you would a channel, you know, a channel of anything. And you can also set it for alerts, so you'll be alerted when a new video becomes available. But this is a great resource. I mean, for instance, TED Talks. Yes. They are super inspirational. And there, there is a, uh, you, you could sit down and start watching TED Talks on YouTube, and I could come and visit you six months later. You might be covered in bed sores, <laughs> but you still won't be done watching TED Talk YouTube videos. They go on forever. And they are super inspirational. So YouTube can be a great place to get, again, you're getting the knowledge to start something new, to turn a new leaf in your life, to be more productive, to do something you haven't done before. YouTube can be a great resource. And again, it is a resource if you have access to the internet and everyone listens listening to this podcast i'm sure does it's it's a it's it, there's a lot of incredible again free resources that help us in our new beginning venture um so number five is subscribe to a podcast so this is along the line of listen to audiobooks and read self-help books so it's odd that this is a podcast <laughs> and and i would wait till number five to suggest a podcast right because you're clearly listening to a podcast for be it entertainment or information, uh, there is a, uh, I think that the podcast space 
is growing at an alarming rate. Every time I go on there, there's new podcasts. And in my podcast feed, I, I'm what you would call a podcast junkie. <laughs> I can't I can't seem to get enough. And I I think audio, personally for me, is a is the most is a super efficient way to get knowledge and information and inspiration because you you can okay multitasking isn't a thing but you can be walking getting exercise riding your bike driving to work low cognitive um, tasks combined with podcasts I, I think they are just a fabulous way to get knowledge. And clearly, if you're, I mean, you're listening to this podcast, you enjoy podcasts. This is kind of ironic. We're talking about podcasts on a podcast. But this, to me, this is my go-to. I, I love podcasts. I, I get informed, inspired, and entertained by podcasts all the time. And I mean, there's nothing like listening to a podcast with um, hosts who are passionate about the subject matter that you hope to get passionate about. And that kind of links into our sixth and final point. Uh, for Actually, I want to go back to, so, to podcasts. So this is something me and my wife do. So we will go for a walk. I have these, um, surprisingly, I have these unique Bluetooth earbuds. <laughs> really? <laughs> who, who would have thought? And they're, they're wireless ones and there's two of them and I stick one in her ear and I stick one in my ear <laughs> and we, they're connected to my phone and we go for a walk and we listen to this, obviously the same podcast and it's a, it happens to be a, a health one that we enjoy listening to and find it inspirational and on a walk and then just say it's a half hour podcast and we're going for an hour walk. We will listen to it for a half hour and then we'll talk about, you know, what we thought about the podcast for the other half hour on our walk. And it, it's great. Um, it's entertaining. It's informative. And it, 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 it creates great conversation. And I get to hear her thoughts about it. And she might have got something out of it I didn't. And I get something out of it that she didn't. We share our ideas and we're we're the wiser for it. Wow. That, that if, if, if I'm going to take away one powerful idea from this podcast, it might be that today. That is so... That's I I love that it's genius and I'm looking for opportunities to incorporate more kind of unique ways to to learn is that's valuable. So sixth and finally on this list of how to leverage a new beginning, how to leverage September as your new beginning is to join a group of like-minded people. And this is good in that if. If you're not a self-starter, if you're not easily motivated to take chances, take risks, or or be uncomfortable, if you get around a group of people that are doing something that you wish you could do, just watching other people do it, it starts to normalize the the act the activity. It starts to normalize, for instance, so this is something maybe everyone could, you could work out at home to get fit, or you could go to a gym. One of the bonuses to going to a gym is it, it. if you start to wonder, you know, is this really benefiting me? You know, why am I doing this? If you're doing it at home, you go to a gym and you see people do it. It normalizes the activity. It normalizes pushing yourself and testing your limits. So if you are trying to improve your life financially, you can get into a group of like-minded people who are trying to do the same thing and they're making sacrifices and you start to wonder, you know, why am I not going out for dinner? I love eating in restaurants. And the group of people start to normalize the idea of how expensive that is and how it can, can you know, erode your, your wealth so quickly. Then you start to realize the, 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 the like-minded people normalize the sacrifices you might be making in the short term. I love that. I absolutely love that. So Trevor, this brings us to the end of the episode today on new beginnings and we, we kind of jumped right from why September represents a new beginning to areas of life for a new beginning. That's just the top three. And we kind of talked about ways how to leverage a new beginning before we um, end today's show though. Um, Trevor and I have a question for you. So we are, we're really interested in doing uh, meetups and doing a series of meetups. So uh, one one kind of specific spot that we're thinking of, and we're kind of throwing this out to you to get your feedback on on it, is we're thinking of doing a meetup in Ottawa. And this would be, uh, again, kind of gathering a group of like-minded people where we could, and I don't even know what the format would be, but I really like the idea of 
of, of a meetup and meeting some of the Simple Money Solution listeners in person. So if, if that's something you'd be interested in, reach out to us, let us know. We're just, we're kind of just gathering the interest behind that. And so you can always you reach out to us um, through our, you can reach out to us through our email. So livelifesimple365 at gmail.com uh, through our website. Um, and we have a contact submission form. So that's livelifesimple.ca and our Instagram and Facebook at Simple Money Solutions. Um, so yeah, let, let us know if that's something you'd be interested in attending in the future. Um, so that brings us to the fully end of today's show. Thank you so much for being with us today. Let us know what you are doing for your new beginning and, and maybe why September for you, it truly represents a space for a new beginning. Thank you so much for being with us today on our episode of Simple Money Solutions Podcast, A New Beginning. We can't wait to have you back here with us next week for a brand new show. Until then, keep it simple. Simple.